Hello and welcome to the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. This is the podcast where I, Wesley Costco, will be reading a portion of the Bible day by day throughout the 2017 year. I will be reading from the Orthodox Study Bible. The Old Testament is translated from the Greek texts of the Septuagint, including the Deuterocanon, and the New Testament is from the New King James Version. Although I am using the Orthodox Study Bible, I will not be interpreting the Bible, simply reading. I am only a lay person, not a member of the clergy. Now, let's get started for day 19 of, of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Today we'll be reading from Exodus chapters 1 through 3, Psalms 21 chapter er, Psalms 21 verses 1 to 19 and Matthew chapter 13 1 through 30. Exodus chapter 1. Now these are the names of the children of Israel who came to Egypt. Each man and his household came with Jacob, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah, Issachar, Zebulon, and Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. All those who were the seed of Jacob were 75 persons, for Joseph was in Egypt already. Now Joseph died, as well as all his brothers and all that generation. Then the children of Israel increased and multiplied, became numerous, and grew exceedingly mighty. And the land was filled with them. But there there arose a new king over Egypt who knew not Joseph. Then he said to his nation, Look, the race of the children of Israel is a great multitude and is stronger than we. Come, let us outwit them, lest they multiply, and it happen in the event of war that they also join our enemies and fight against us, and so escape out of the land. Therefore he set taskmasters over them to afflict them in their works, and they built for Pharaoh strong cities, Pithom and Ramses, and on which is Hillopolis. Heopolis. But the more they humbled them, the more they multiplied and grew, and the Egyptians greatly abhorred the children of Israel. So the Egyptians tyrannized the children of Israel by force. They made their lives bitter with hard labor, in mortar, in brick, and in all manner of service in the field. All their labor in which they made them serve was by violence. Then the king of the Egyptians spoke to the Hebrew midwives, of whom the name of one was Shipra and the name of the other Pua. And he said, When do you do the duties of a midwife for the Hebrew women and see they are about to give birth? If it is a male, then you shall kill him. But if it is a female, let her live. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the male children alive. So the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said to him, Why have you done this thing and saved the male children alive? Thus the midwives said to Pharaoh, Because of the Hebrew women are not like the women of Egypt, for they are lively and give birth before the midwives come to them. Therefore God dwelt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very mighty. So it was, because the midwives feared God, he provided households for them. So Pharaoh commanded all his people, saying, Every male born to the Hebrews you shall cast into the river, but every female you shall save alive. Exodus chapter 2. Now a man of the house of Levi went and took as a, as wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And seeing he was a beautiful child, they hid him three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of 
bulrushes, daubed it with asphalt, put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. Now his sister was watching from a distance to learn what would be done with him. Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river, and her maidens walked along the riverside, and seeing the ark among the reeds, she sent a maid to get it. So when she opened the ark, she saw the child crying, and the daughter of Pharaoh had compassion on him, and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew women? so that she may nurse the child for you. So the Pharaoh's daughter said, Go, then the maiden went and called the child's mother. Pharaoh's daughter then said to her, Take this child and nurse him for me, and I will pay you. So the woman took the child and nursed him. Now when the boy was grown, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she called his name Moses, saying, Because I drew him out of the water. Thus it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown that he went out to his brethren and saw their burden. He also saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew and one of his brethren of the sons of Israel. So he looked this way and that, and when he saw no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. When he went out the second day, he saw two Hebrew men fighting, and he said to the one he, and he said to the one who did the wrong, "Why are you hitting your neighbor?" He replied, Who made you a prince and a judge over us? Do you intend to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? So Moses was alarmed and said, Surely this thing is known. Thus when Pharaoh heard this matter, he sought to kill Moses. But Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh and dwelt in the land of Midian. And he sat down by a well. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters who fed the sheep of their father Jethro. And they came and drew water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. Then the shepherds came and drove them away, but Moses stood up and helped them, and watered their flock. When they came to Reuel, their father, he said to them, How is it you came so soon today? They replied, And a Egyptian delivered us from the shepherds, and he also drew enough water for us and watered our sheep. So he said the man, and he gave Zipporah, his daughter, to Moses. So the woman conceived and bore Moses a son, and he called his name Geshorm. For he said, I have been a soranger in a foreign land. Now in the course of time it had it happened that the king of Egypt died. Then the children of Israel groaned because of their labors and cried out, and their cry came up to God because of their labors. So God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then God looked upon the children of Israel and was made known to them. Exodus chapter 3. Now Moses was tending the sheep of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. Then he led them to the back of the desert and came to Herob, the mountain of God. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he saw the bush burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. So Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not consumed. When therefore the Lord saw him turn aside to God to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. Then he said, Here I am. So he said, Do not come any closer. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. 
Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Moses then hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, Indeed, I have seen the affliction of my people in Egypt, and I have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. So I came down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up from that land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Jezites, the Hivites, and the Jezubites. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the affliction which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, I will send you Pharaoh to bring my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I to go to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt? Then God said to Moses, I will be with you, and this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. So Moses said to God, Indeed, when I go to the children of Israel and say to them, The God of your father sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I tell them? Then God said to Moses, I am the existing one. He also said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, The existing one sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses again, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, sent me to you. This is my name forever and my memorial to all generations. Go then and gather the elders of the children of Israel together and say to them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, appear to me, saying, I have surely looked upon you and all the things that have happened to you in Egypt, and I will bring you up out of the affliction of the of Egypt to the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Jerusites, the Hivites, and the Jesubites, to a land flowing with milk and honey. Then they will heed your voice, and you shall go, you and the elders of Israel, to the king of Egypt, and you shall say to him, The God of the Hebrews met with us, and now let us go three days' journey into the je- into the desert to sacrifice to our God. But I know Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, will not let you go, not even by a mighty hand. Thus I will stretch out my hand and strike the Egyptians with all my wonders, which I will work among them. And after that, he will let you go. Then I will give this people grace in the sight of the Egyptians. And when you go, you shall not go empty-handed, but every woman shall ask of her neighbor, namely of her who dwells near her house, articles of silver, gold, and clothing, and you shall put them on your sons and daughters. Thus you shall plunder the Egyptians. Psalms 21. For the end concerning help in the morning, a psalm by David. O God, my God, hear me. Why have you forsaken me? The words of my transgressions are far from my salvation. O God, my God, O my God, I will cry out by day, but you will not hear me. And by night, for not 
but not for a lack of understanding in me, but you dwell among the saints, O praise of Israel. Our fathers hoped in you, they hoped in you, and you delivered them. They cried out to you and were saved. They hoped in you and were not ashamed. But I am a worm and not a man, a reproach of man and despised by the people. All who seek me, seek me, mock me. They speak with their lips and shake their head, saying, He hoped in the Lord, let him rescue him, let him save him since he delights in him. For you, for you are he who drew me from the womb, my hope from my mother's breast, I was cast upon you from the womb. From my mother's womb you are my God. Do not stand off from me, for affliction is near. There is no one to help. Many young bulls surrounded me, fat bulls encircled me. They opened their mouths against me like a raging and roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are shattered. My heart is like wax, melting in my stomach. My strength is dried up like an earthen vessel. My tongue cleaves to my throat, and you led me into the dust of death. For many dogs surround me, an assembly of evildoers enclose me. They pierce my hands and my feet. I numbered all my bones, and they look and stare at me. They divided my garments among themselves, and for my clothing they cast lots. Matthew chapter 13 On the same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea. And great multitudes were gathered together to him, so that he got into a boat and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. But some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up, because they had no depth of earth." But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell on, th- fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And the disciples came to him and said, came and said to him, Why do you speak? to them in parables. He answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For whoever has, to him more will be given, and he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of this people have grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn, so that I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For assuredly I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see, and did not see it. 
and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. But he who received seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now when he, now he who received seed among the thorns is He who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becomes unfruitful. But he who receives seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheats and went his way. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servant of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, An enemy has done this. The servant said, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? Gather them up. He but he said, No, lest you go while no, lest while you gather up the tares you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest, and at the time of the harvest I will say to the reapers, First gather the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Thank you for joining me on day 19 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Tune in tomorrow for day number 20. Have a wonderful day.